No, that's more like a yes. You see, in this time of fasting and prayer, it is important to ensure that you give God a lot of praise and a lot of worship. Amen. Amen. Because it's not about just asking and asking and asking and asking and asking until God does this. But it's about giving Him praise so that He can come down and inhabit you. He says, I delight in the praises of my people. And in those praises, I come to live. I come to dwell. God dwells in the praises of His people. Amen. Amen. So you must praise Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Make time just to rejoice in the Lord. Uh, there's a song that, that I would love you guys to, to, to find. It's called Saturate Me in Your Presence. Saturate me in what? What is it, sweet? Saturate me with your anointing. Yes. Please, please, may you learn it for me. Yes. It is, it is the most viewed praise and worship song on our YouTube channel. You can, you can find it there and I, and I want you to lift it to another level that yes. you did nine years ago. Um, and, and, and please, please learn it because on the first Sunday of February, I want this song. Thank you. Amen. Amen. One of the messages that I want to give to you today is basically what we've been singing in the last song of our praise and worship today, that there is nothing impossible with God. It is, it is a statement that we are so familiar with and a statement that we hear so much in church circles that, that it's, it's, it sometimes feels like we're just a repetition of the obvious, but I need to repeat that obvious and tell you that there is indeed nothing impossible with God. Amen. Amen. And, and we have learned in the Search the Scriptures today uh, quite, 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 quite well explained about that we need to understand that God is our Father. And I want you to know that your Father has no limitations. Amen. Amen. There are no limitations if God is your Father. You can do anything and you can achieve anything when you walk hand in hand with your Father who has no limitations. Amen. Amen. There is nothing that is impossible with God. Job chapter 22, verse 28 to 30. I'm just dwelling upon this scripture because I need you to understand this third component about it. We've spoken about the first two earlier on and, and you do yourself well to look back in your notes or to go and look for it on, on our YouTube channel and listen to that sermon uh, again. And, and, but I want to just talk about a part which, which I need to emphasize to you today in the understanding that there is nothing impossible with God. Amen. Amen. There's nothing that is impossible with the Lord. Job 22 verse 28, I am reading deliberately from the Amplified Version. You shall also decide and decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. When they make you low, you will say there is a lifting up and the humble person he lifts up and saves. Verse 30, 
ye will even deliver the one for whom you intercede, who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hand. You see, when somebody is innocent, you, when you speak for that person who is innocent, they, it is expected that they should be given their freedom. For example, if they, somebody says you have broken a bike, let's use bicycles. If Gilbert says you have broken his bike, and, you, and I ask you when, and you say, Gilbert broke my bike at 9 a.m. this morning. And then Florence says, but how can that be? Gilbert was with me at 9 a.m. in the church, not at your hostel. He cannot be the one who has broken your bike. And Gilbert says, I am innocent. Being the judge, I, it is expected that I would say by the basis of the evidence, Gilbert is innocent. Yes. But let's but, but, but let's 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 do this. Let's say that your bike was actually broken, <laughs> and and the evidence is such that she has been seen breaking your bike, and they give me that evidence. I will say, Kalima is not innocent. However, the scripture here is saying that even though there is an evidence that has said that Kalima deserves to be punished, Pastor Samson comes and says, even though Kalima is not innocent and deserves to be punished, I declare and I say, let Kalima be forgiven. And me as the judge, I will have no choice. By reason of what he has said, and by reason of my trust in him as a pastor, I will say, yes, your bike is broken, I'm sorry, but I will do nothing to Kalima. Are you with me, church? By the cleanness, I, I believe you're a clean pastor. <laughs> by the cleanness of pastor, by my trust in him, by my confidence in him, by the, by the fact that I can, I can rely on his word, I can believe his ways are true and right, I will say, well, if such a person who can be trusted, who can be relied on, is going to say, let this one who has done wrong be set free, I better set her free. But if, if my wife, whom I've had a fight with in the morning on that day, and has not cooked breakfast for me when I'm not fasting, and expecting breakfast, and has just sent me out of the house where to come and say, Kalima is innocent, I would think and say, but honey, you did not give me honey this morning. Kalima cannot be innocent. Why? Because her word is not as clean in the moment of her speaking. Are you with me? I, I use my wife because I know she will still love me when I get 
She's been with me through a lot of things. Yes. But, 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 but you get my point. And this is what God is saying is the power of what we will say. But it only has power by reason of the last statement of verse 30. It says, ye will be delivered through the cleanness of your hand. Are your hands clean? Look at your hands. Are they clean? Did you wash them when you left the toilet? No, so some, some people just do what they do and they walk. And when they see you, ah, greetings, Pastor! <laughs> some people, oh, 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 oh. Have you? I'm just talking physically clean here. Some people who, hey, <laughs> I was in the office one day, somebody already had so. And then people are coming to me and say, ah, God, help us. Huh? Are your hands clean? So, 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 judging by your faces and your reactions, some of you are thinking, oh my goodness, my hands are not clean. Pay adventure, your bike broke down when you're on your way here. And say, I cannot be late for church. You just fixed back your chain and just... Back on, your hands are still greasy. You didn't even care to go and put soap and wash them off. Just, 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 just talking physical. Physical. But then what more, the spiritual state? You see, it, what God is going to go by is not, is not the, the physical state. It is going to be the spiritual state. Amen. Amen. It is the spiritual state of our lives and so we need to ensure that our spiritual state is in right standing with God your spiritual life must be in good standing with the Lord you must live a righteous life and righteousness has been imparted to us by Jesus and so he is there to help us to live that righteous life therefore men have no excuse because if it was not that Jesus had given to us righteousness, we would have said, it is a God, we cannot measure up to your standard. But Jesus died on the cross, gave us the Holy Spirit, so that we could live righteously before him. Amen. Amen. It is given to us. It is imputed to us by reason of our faith and our trust in him. So therefore we can live a righteous life and we can have spiritually clean hands. Amen. 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 The blood of Jesus cleanses us from sin. The blood of Jesus delivers us from evil. The Holy Spirit guides our path. The word of God is a light and a lamp for us to walk in the right way. And that must be the leading that we must follow. So that our hands can be clean. Amen. Amen. So that our lives can be transformed and become more like Jesus. And then when our lives are more like Jesus, we shall decree a thing. Jesus speaking to his disciples says, You shall ask whatever you want in my name. John chapter 14. And I will do it for you. Okay. 
It will only be done because we are aligned with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Because we are in the, on the same frequency with Jesus. Hallelujah. We are on the same level with Jesus. So as we come to that place where we can walk with Jesus, Amos says, can two people walk together except they agree? You need to agree with Jesus. I've told you this, you must acquaint yourself with God and be at peace with Him. So you must be in agreement with Jesus. You must be in alignment with Jesus because it is the cleanness of your hands that matters to the things that you say. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, we can, if, our, if we are not in good standing with God, we may decree and we may declare and nothing happens simply because of the comparison I gave you. So this year, make sure that you wash yourself very well. Amen. Amen. How are you going to wash? You wash yourself in the Word. Wash yourself in the Word. So this is why we are reading. Those of you that are reading along with me. We are on Genesis what now? 42. To, to, from, to, to today we go 43 through to Exodus chapter 13. And remember that. And, and, and we, we, we are reading. Why? Because we want to be washed with the word. Want to be soaked in the word. So that we can have clean hands. And you know what? When you read something, put it to action. When the word touches your life, don't resist it. Put it to action. Because that's what's going to bring you closer to God. That's what's going to be the thing that moves you closer to God. Dichter by heart. We must get closer to Him. You must get closer to Jesus. And so as the word goes into our lives, it brings us there. So that we will be able to stand in the place to make a declaration. Hallelujah. And, and so he says also in that, in that passage, when they make you low, this is how the Amplified puts it, the other versions don't have the you. They says, when men are brought low, you will say, there is a lifting up. And the humble person, he, he lifts up and saves. You will, when, when people are brought low, you will say, lift them up. Lift them up. Lift them up is a statement of intercession. This is why the, 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 the if you go to the, to, to, to the verse 30, go down to verse 30 again. It says, you will deliver for whom you intercede. God is also calling you and me to stand in the gap. You and I are being called to stand in the gap. In the gap for others. To intercede means to stand on behalf of another. Intercession is praying for somebody else. Intercession is praying for other people. You take, and how do you intercede? You take the, the burden, the prayer request of others and make it your own. So, so, so Millicent, can, can, I, can, I, can I use your bag? Yeah, you can. So, so Millis, carry it. Just carry it. Just carry it. Carry it. It looks very heavy. That's why I chose your bag. <laughs> just, just stand up. Just stand up. Just stand up. 
as she is, no, yeah, put your Bible inside. Then it's really going to be heavy. <laughs> yes. So, so, so it is a big burden. Good for illustration today. Now, now carry it and show us that it is, you know, you need some muscle. You can't do this every day when you are fasting. <laughs> so, but then, but then as I see her, now, now just walk towards me and show like, walk like you're carrying something heavy. As I, I, I come, as I see her, and I help her carry her burden, don't let go, because it's still your burden. Yeah. <laughs> now, some people have a habit of giving the burden to another. Your burden must be given to Jesus, yes. not to another. Don't say, ah, pastor, this is my burden. And you, oh, your bag is heavy. Hold it with me. It's still your burden. But I come as an intercessor. I see you carrying this and struggling to go. I help you hold your bag. And we walk together. Now let's walk like it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And we lift up that burden to Jesus. And Jesus says, come to me all you that are weak and heavy laden. And I will give you rest. But he also says afterwards, my own yoke is light. So you will still have something to carry, but it is lighter than what you were carrying. Hallelujah. And we, if I'm to stand in the gap for you, I am helping you carry and make it lighter for you. So that Jesus can exchange your heaviness and give you something that is light. In, in, you also need to understand it in the Dutch context. Let me give it to you. There is, there is the famous story of the boy, what is his name, who goes on and hold, puts his hand on a dike. Hans van? No, no. No, no, Hans van Bietzbergen. No. What is his name? He has no second name. He is just Hans only. Ah, all right. I missed this part of the story. But, 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 but there is, the dike is about to break and this little boy sees the dike and he goes, he sees the gap where the water is trickling through and he puts his hand there, puts his finger there to stop the water coming through. And as long as the water is blocked, he has stood in the gap for the people on the other side of the dike that could have been destroyed by the water. God is seeking somebody who can stand in that gap. Amen. Who can put a finger on the issue of others to save those that are on this side that are about to be flooded when the dike breaks. Hallelujah. Amen. You can stand in the gap. And the little boy makes a decree. Ah, this is where I, I, I want you to understand. He makes a decree and says, I will stop this water from destroying my people. That was his decree or his decision or his declaration. And you can also make a decision, a decision, a declaration. A declaration, a decree, a decree that this matter will not destroy my people. Amen. This issue will not overcome my family. Amen. This issue will not remain an issue for my wife. And the Bible says that you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. You will make a decree. You will make a declaration. 
and the Lord will hear you. The Lord will hear you. Like Pastor Samson makes a declaration and stands in the gap between the punishment I could have given Kalima for breaking the bike. Ah. And God is faithful that you will provide Enes to give you another bike. God is faithful. Now, now, it, it is something that you and I need to, to be able to comprehend. And here is the thing. Here is the message I want you to go home with. On top of what I have said. That as you stand in the gap, Ezekiel 22, 30. God seeks for a man to stand in the gap. Isaiah 6, verse 8 to 9. God asks the question, who will go for us? I pray that he will find you. Amen. Pray that he will find you. To stand in the gap. To go for God. But here is the thing. That is so key. To the walk. We will walk this year. And the word is called discernment. So I've called, given you D's today. Decide, declare, decree. I want to give you a fourth one. It's called discernment. 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 You need to discern something. You need to, to discern before you speak. He said you need to discern before you speak. Do not be quick to speak. Do not be in a rush to say things. Otherwise you 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 will you will you will miss you will miss the mark. So do not be in a rush just to say something. But but be be in a place of discernment. Hallelujah. Amen. You must discern and what does discern mean? Discern means to see. To see the situation on two levels. You must see the situation on two levels. The first level is the natural level. Just the normal levels. This is a boy, this is a girl, this is a man, this is a woman. Don't, 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 don't fail to see that. This is, this is food, this is not food. This is good looking, this is bad looking, this is clean, this is dirty. Just a physical level of perception, of discernment. This is a goodly sister, this is a goodly brother. This is a brother that needs to be worked on. This is a lie, this is a truth. This is just really just on the physical level. Your, we, even Christians, Non-Christian, sorry, can sometimes tell you, ha, ah, this story is something wrong with this story. What is it that they're doing? It's descending. You know? Even the government, sometimes you tell them your story and they say, ah, <laughs> this is your story. You need to bring more evidence and proof. It's <laughs> talking to somebody who's trying to get married and they said, um, 
they, I needed to make up a dossier to show all the times, the places that I've been with the person. And so this one person, after he had given some few photos, they said, we need, we need a, a bit more evidence to really show that you are boyfriend and girlfriend and that we should give your husband who's away there a visa to come and live here. So he, so he says, I had to go and look at every WhatsApp I'd ever written to say, here are all our WhatsApp conversations for the last years so that the, the immigration person can look at them, you know, and, and judge to say, yes, there is love here. <laughs> now, and, and I was thinking, the first time your dossier was rejected, why? Because the guy just looked and descended and said, ah, something fishy, something wrong. This might be marriage by management. <laughs> Have you ever heard marriage by management? Yes. <laughs> that, 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 that I, I, I just arrange to bring my sister here and I say she's my wife. We just arrange it. And then she comes and she's here. Just, just by my... And so the immigration guy looks and says, Ha! I look at the face of this girl and the face of this guy. They look alike. Something... It's just a physical descendant. Huh? You understand? Oh, another one was, was this grandmother who decided to get married to a 20-year-old. I mean, the, the, the man looked at it and said, Ha! This one is trafficking. And said, no, 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 but we love each other. The man says, no, this is trafficking. How can such a young, strong, muscular boy marry such an old woman walking with her? There must be something. Just, just natural discernment. So you, you understand what I'm saying? But there's another level of discernment that you need as a child of God. And that is spiritual discernment. You need spiritual discernment. That things of God are spiritually discerned. You need to have that second level of discernment. Don't just operate in the natural. Because God is a spirit. God is spirit. Let me, let me leave the King James. The King James, God is a spirit. You know, when they corrected that, the new version says God is spirit. Because he is not a spirit. He is spirit. Capital S. That is his nature. And we too have the spirit of God in us. By virtue of being born again. By virtue of having accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in, 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 as our personal Lord and Savior. So if you have not made that decision, you need to make that decision. Because you are still operating on a natural level. Anybody who has accepted Jesus and has, has become a child of God is op should operate at a second higher level, which is the spiritual level of discernment. Amen. Amen. So we must spiritually discern. We must see things beyond the natural. See things beyond the physical. So that we can make the right declarations. Amen. Amen. Life is spiritual. And we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So when people are saying, let's pray for our enemies. You know, there are those prayers that we pray. Praying against the enemy. The enemy is not, that your, is not your wife who did not cook breakfast for you. The enemy are spiritual forces in heavenly realms 
There are spirits and demons and powers and principalities in the air that are against your life. Those are the enemies we must. So Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6 that we wrestle not against the human beings, but against the spiritual forces of darkness and against the rulers and spiritual wickedness. So life in itself is, is spiritual. I was, you know, we, we, we've, we've got Europe Arise. Europe Arise is our, is our conference as RCCG. And this time around, we are going to host Europe Arise in conjunction with several other, other Dutch churches and several other big speakers like Todd White and Ben Fitzgerald from Awakening Europe and Lifestyle Christianity. They are coming to join with us. And so in the prayers and as we are preparing um, Utrecht for, 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 for this big event, this revival, Michael, Michael, Michael van, der Stein, van der Stein is going to be part of it. And Luke Tachel from Germany is going to be part of this huge movement that they are doing. And, and as we are preparing for this, as we are preparing for this, and, and we, are, we were dealing with a lot of physical issues and trying to put a lot of things into place. And then we, we reached out to the PKN church because they are also going to be part of this in Utrecht. And one of the pastors there says, you need to link up with another church group or another group of Christians in this city that are praying about the spiritual status of the city. You see, I've been into many churches in Utrecht and just, just, just gone into all these big churches. You know, the bishops used to reside in Utrecht. And so the dome has always traditionally been the tallest building in Utrecht to symbolize the spiritual status and the authority of the bishops. And this year we're going to break that tradition and build a higher building, taller than it, for people to live in. But traditionally this has been the issue. And so this man says to us, Although Utrecht is often known for this big spiritual city of the bishops, there is also a very big stronghold of witches and wizards in the city. <laughs> and so this Christian group that RCCG should connect to is holding prayers, has been holding prayers for a long time for revival in the city to break the power and the stronghold of these witches. And you, and you wonder... With all that we hear about churches in the Netherlands, Utrecht being the center of the Netherlands, there is not much about spiritual things you hear from there. You hear them from the outskirts of the nation. And so this triggered my interest. But you see, life is spiritual. And there are spiritual forces in the heavenly realms. And so, even at this level of the city, the witches and wizards have taken a stronghold on the church. Taking a stronghold on the city. And so, this man says, and he's from the PKN, he says, you RCCG people know how to pray. You should join them. You know how to pray, join them. So we are going to join. We are going to join them. And, 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 and partner with them. To pray for the city and to pray for the nation. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because it's not only physical, it is spiritual. It's spiritual. And also here, I remember the year when we prayed against the school of witches in, 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 in Wageningen. It was set up somewhere else. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even though they didn't set up here, they went and set up somewhere. Why couldn't they set up here? Because the church rose up and prayed. 
It's one of the key moments I've seen the church just breaking down their walls and their barriers. You know, we love our walls. We are RCCG, we are PKN, we are Vineyard, we are this, we are this, we are this. We love those walls. But in this particular state, they just, they, and people just came together and were praying. You would hear about these prayers everywhere because everybody's feared that if you allow a school of witches here, So life is spiritual and you must understand that we must engage also at a spiritual level. Hallelujah. Amen. One time I was called to pray for a, for, a, for a family. Went in to pray for this family and, and, and things were just, I mean, they were manifesting all over the place and you couldn't just understand what was going on. While we were in this room then, suddenly, suddenly we had a word of knowledge. See, this is why you need to have the Spirit. The word of knowledge. The word of knowledge is one of those gifts that you get from the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So you must discern by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he speaks and says, call the daughters of the woman. So we call the daughters of the woman. And you know what? When the daughters went to visit their relatives in, 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 on one of the islands, in I think in Curaçao or somewhere, when they went to visit them, they saw all the voodoo gods that were there, nicely displayed in the windows for sale. And what did they do? They bought them. And they brought them home. And they read, you know, this is good that our children have internet and are reading and whatever. They read about what these gods would do. And so they said, these ones are good gods. Brought them into their home. I'm not talking something strange. Right here in Magdalene, I was praying for this family. They were not members of AGP, but I had to go and pray for them. Manifesting all over the place. One time like a snake, another time like she's having sex with something. All over the place. Poor mother. And so we start asking the mother, what is going on? And when the daughters say, oh yeah, we have some, we have some nice voodoo artifacts that we have brought and have them in our room. And those were the cause of the torment that the mother was going through. And when you started praying also for them, oh my goodness. But life is spiritual. So can you imagine if this woman being tormented had gone to a country, just a counselor, what would the counselor have done? Oh, take this medicine. Uh, oh, this medicine is not working. Let me see. Oh, my medical guide says if you are behaving like this, you can take this medicine or you can take this one. Which one do you prefer? One that you, you know, this is how doctors treat us. And, and, and they tell her, I've got two medicine. One you take in the morning, another you take in the evening. Wait, which do you prefer, morning or evening? <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Please just tell me which one is better. But, but, but you know, because we are a society, the doctor also doesn't want that you will go and Google tomorrow and come back and say, Doctor, I told you I'm a night person and you gave me a morning pill. And now I can't do anything in the... So, you know, she was in this dilemma. When people are operating at a physical level, this is all you get. But an issue was not physical. It was spiritual. So you need to be able to discern things also at a spiritual level. Hallelujah. Amen. So that you can make the right decree. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so when you know that God is able to do all things. Nothing is impossible with Him. When you know that you can stand in the gap and make a declaration for people, 
Make a declaration for things concerning your life. The third thing you need to start doing this year is sharpen your discernment. Hallelujah. Discern things on a physical level. What am I dealing with? Discern things at a spiritual level. God, open my eyes to see and to know what it is that I'm dealing with. It's, it's, yes, I can give this person money, but is it just money that they need? Sometimes the root is not only that they need money. The root is that something must be broken in their lives. That keeps them going around and around. In circles. Hallelujah. Amen. Dealing with somebody weird and weird, weird, and a substance abuse. And, and when you deal with it from just the fact that, okay, they are abusing alcohol and abusing cigarette, it stays there. And you can give them all kinds of tablets and, and things to pacify them when that thing rises up. But when you have an insight as to what it is that has now taken root in them, and you can deal with it at a spiritual level, your result is always faster. Because once the spiritual things are broken, people get cleaned up. I spoke to a man, he was a sailor, and he said, the day he met Jesus, he said, Jesus, clean me up. And from that moment on, he stopped drinking, stopped smoking, stopped taking whatever substances he was taking, abusing himself. What was the difference? It was the fact that he had Jesus come into his life. And when Jesus came into his life, he said, Jesus, clean me up, deal with the spiritual things that keep me having cravings and desirings and cravings and desirings that put me out of control. Just clean it up, Lord. I've been to rehabilitation. It has not worked. But Jesus, clean me up. And Jesus cleaned him up. Jesus cleaned him up. One of the pastors that's leading Europe Arise will tell you of his story, how he was, after he had, he had drunk himself close to death, he was at the moment of jumping out of the fifth story building when the light of Jesus sh shined up upon him. He hit him right there, sobered him up, and he has not drunk since then. Because things are spiritual. And you must discern things at a spiritual level. In your workplace, in your home, in your neighborhood. Oh, this neighborhood is rough. Sometimes you need to engage the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So how do you sharpen your discernment? By spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Let me give you this one scripture. Let me give you this one scripture. Oh, let me give you two scriptures. I, I, the other scripture is this, just to, to help you know that there is a perception. Go to Luke chapter 8 and verse 45 to 48. Luke chapter 8, verse 45 to 48. Just, just beam it up and, and, I will, and I will, then I will close very, very soon because I want us to pray. Are you there? And it says, and Jesus said, who is it who touched me? When all were denying it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master, the multitude surround you and press you on every side. But Jesus said, someone did touch me. You see, you see, you see, mama, ma, ma, sweetie, come here. Come here. You've got a dress that looks like the gown probably flows like the flowing of Jesus' gown. So, so this woman, this woman, look, look to Pastor Sam. This woman comes and touches. Can you feel that I've touched you? Can you feel it now? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Because I was being afraid that I might have to pull it. <laughs> so there is a physical perception of the touch. 
And Jesus says, somebody touched me. And of course, the disciples operating only on a physical level, what do they say? Jesus, there are so many people here. Obviously, they are touching you. Even we are touching you, no? That's operating on a physical level. But what does Jesus say? Jesus says, someone did touch me. For I perceive. The other word you could put there is, I discern. I discern that the healing power has gone forth from me. Because there is a touch that is different from a physical touch. There is a happening that is different from the fact that it must just rain. There is, there is a, 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 an event that happens. Not because it is just a normal day that you must go to school and see cars driving past. But sometimes there is a car that passes and you say, I perceive something about that car. Mm. You need to have your sense switched on. And my last scripture, my last scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. It says, but as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them to us by what? By his spirit. And if your Bible is like mine, it is a capital letter S on spirit. Because it is not the human spirit. This is the spirit God. It is revealed by God to us through the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. The deep things that are happening in your life on a day-to-day -day basis. Those deep things that are happening that you must see can be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so some delays in your life need to be revealed why those delays are so that you can deal with them at a spiritual level. Some issues that you are struggling with can have something spiritual that needs to be revealed to you so that you can deal with it. Amen. Amen. So the Spirit of God can reveal and will reveal things to us when our hands are clean. Let rise up on your feet to pray with me. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. I want you to pray and call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord and say, God, let me, I want to be able to discern. Give me discernment. Physical discernment, but spiritual discernment. I want spiritual discernment. I want spiritual discernment. Oh Lord, open my eyes that I may see, that I may understand. I want spiritual descendant in the name of Jesus. Pray for spiritual descendant. Pray for spiritual descendant. I need to hear somebody praying. I need to hear somebody praying. In the name of Jesus. Just, just ask God. Ask God for that for the revelation of things. Help me to discern my situation so that I can make decrees. Because you must decree that which you discern. You must decree based on that which you perceive. 
because after Jesus has perceived that this woman has touched him and healing has flown out of him, he then makes a decree and says, woman, you are healed, you are well by reason of your faith. There is a discernment that you must discern so that you can carry somebody's burden, so that you can help somebody with their burden, so that you can stand in the gap for your family. There is a discernment that you must discern. Lord, help me to see what is happening in my family. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want you to pray and say, Father. Father. Oh, come on, pray and say, Father. Father. Help me to see the situations of my family at a spiritual level in the name of Jesus. And help me to stand in the gap for them. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Pray, you must see those things. You must see those things. Your family must rise this year. Your family must move up this year. Your father must get saved. Your mother must get saved. Or your brother must get born again. But it depends on what you are going to see. God, open my eyes that I may see. Lord, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that when people are brought low, when you see what is bringing them low, you shall say, let there be a lifting up and they shall be saved. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, my Lord. Pray for your family. I need you to pray for your family. Oh, something must happen in your family. And friends, say, Father. Say, Father. Where my family is low. I speak a lifting up. Lift them up, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, make that your own prayer now. Turn it into your prayer. There are things that you are seeing. There are things that you are seeing about your family. You need to speak into them. You need to speak. You need to speak. You need to speak into your family. That there be a lifting up. Your family will not remain low. Your family will not remain down. Your family will not remain in this struggle. In the name of Jesus. Your family will not remain in the place of this struggle. It will not remain in the place of this darkness. It will not remain in the place where they do not know the Lord. Where they do not serve the Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I see a hostility that has been against you changing. As you begin to address it in the spirit. As you begin to address the situation in the spirit. Those hostilities are going to change. Those host that hostility. I mean, your family has been so hostile towards you because of your belief. But as you begin to deal and address the things in the spirit, that is changing. That is changing. That is changing. In the name of Jesus, I declare it over you. I declare it over you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Jehovah God, I pray, Lord Jesus, for a release of God of the families in the name of Jesus. A release of the families, oh God, that are bound, that are held down, oh God. I speak a lifting up. I speak a lifting up. I speak a lifting up. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to say, Father, Father in the name of Jesus.
Jesus' name, I speak a lifting up in my own life, in my personal life, in my spiritual life, in my physical life. I speak a lifting up in the name of Jesus. I declare that wherever I am down, I am lifted. I'm lifted. I'm lifted. Make that your own personal prayer. You know the places where you are down, but you are lifted. You are lifted. You are lifted as you decree and declare. As you decree and declare. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, I am lifted in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to hold hands with your neighbor. I want you to pray for your neighbor. Let's stand in twos. Let's stand in twos. Let's stand in twos. I want you to, to stand in the gap for the person and say, Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I stand in the gap for this person. Where they are low, so where they are low, I say you are lifted. I declare you are lifted. I declare you are lifted. I decree you are lifted. I decree you are lifted. Pray for your prayer, your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. Pray that they are lifted. Declare they are lifted. In the name of Jesus, thou shalt also decree a thing. I have decided that you will no longer remain down. I have decided you will no longer remain down. I have decided you will no longer remain down. And therefore I decree that wherever you are down, be lifted. If you are down in your, in your health, I say be lifted with healing. If you are down because you are lacking finances, I say be lifted by the provision of the Lord. If you are down because of sadness, I speak the joy of the Lord to lift you up. If you are down, to power and then from power to power lord i decree that god these shall have spiritually sharp eyes they shall see things beyond the physical beyond the natural they shall descend spiritually because you holy spirit will operate in them 
So I pray for the operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in each and every one of these people. These are your children, Lord. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.